0: Entrepreneur, investor, and scale up specialist, Nick Bradley. Hi, everyone, it's Nick, and welcome to today's episode. Today, we're going to jump back a bit and talk about early stage entrepreneurship. So, really, I mean, this can happen at different points on the entrepreneurial journey, but it often happens sort of in the beginning when you're in the startup phase. And it's a it's a thing that comes up quite a bit and I and I sort of have to give my perspective on it quite a bit so I thought it'd be useful to talk about this topic on the podcast because I think it can be quite helpful if you understand the context of what it is and and why it's applicable actually in many ways around how you can think about the strategy of of how you're going into your entrepreneurial journey. So the concept is called burning the boat. Um, it's a quite quite an interesting sort of sort of thought, really. What does, what does burning the boat mean? Well, it's it comes from a famous sort of fable, if you like, which is or a, a saying where if you're going to take the island, you need to burn the boat. And what that simply means is if if you're you know back back in the day when everyone used to sort of have sort of tribal fights and warfare and and all those sort of things, Middle Ages, that sort of stuff. And you were, let's say, fighting against your uh, fellow tribe and you wanted to take their land and you decide to take an island that they occupy. The view was that if you're going to create certainty in that situation uh, and take that island, when you get on the island, when you first arrive in your boats, if you burn your boats – literally torch them, set them on fire, the only way that you're going to get off that island is if you take the enemy's boats. So it's, it's a paradigm, if you like, around how certain you are in decisions you make. And it's essentially about cutting ties. And for some people, this works really well. You're, you're leveraging yourself so much that you have to make it work. And that can help massively with focus. For other people, it can cause overwhelm and stress. So what I want to get into today is when you know or when you feel it's the right time to burn the boat and some concepts around how you can do that more effectively depending on your feelings towards the concept. I mean, there is no doubt in my mind that you have to make a decision when you become an entrepreneur that you're going to go all in at some point. That can be... When, when the business you're starting is really starting to perform commercially, it can be at the very beginning, hence the burn your boat. But it's, it's something that, that every entrepreneur needs to face. And the reason why most entrepreneurs don't do it early in their, in their sort of journey, if you like, is because of fear. So before I get into, you know, when do you know it's the right time to go all in, you know, to follow your dream, your passion, this, again, this ideal of the, the courageous entrepreneur. I want to kind of challenge the thought about where where this is a smart approach and where it's not. And before I do that, I'm just going to sort of tell you a story that I heard a few years back. As I mentioned on a couple of podcasts, uh, I like my my basketball. I've always been into it, and there's a great story from 2006 when the Miami Heat basketball team were playing the Dallas Mavericks uh, in the finals. The coach of the Miami Heat is a guy called Pat Riley. And if you look him up, do a Wikipedia search, he's one of the most famous uh, coaches in professional basketball history. And the story the is a great example of, of burning the boat. And I think, you know, when you sort of, a sport's always, in my view, a great leveller. You know, it teaches you many, many things that can be applied to both business and in life. And in this particular occasion, the Miami Heat were behind in the series. It's a You've got to win literally four games out of seven to win the, uh, the NBA championship. And the Heat were behind. Um, I think they were behind by two games or something, and they had to come back and win three straight to, to win. And that hadn't happened before. Uh, certainly, you know, very, very rare thing to happen within that level of competition. Anyway, kind of long story short, Pat Riley's team, the Miami Heat, won two games. You know, they'd lost the first two games. They won the, the, the next three, I believe. And then they had to go to Dallas Mavericks' home court, where they hadn't won a game in over four years there. So what Pat Riley did is, knowing that they had two games left and they had to win at least one of them, and both of those games were going to be played uh, in, the away, in the away stadium, he made the players only pack one suit and he made them only book one night of accommodation in Dallas. And he said, guys, we are going to win the championship in one game. This, the second game, the second opportunity, that second night doesn't exist. And he created certainty around that by literally you know, booking, you're only going to have one night to stay here, it's a, uh, an NBA finals weekend, there's no other hotels and um, as as history would have it, they they turned up, they won the game by two or three points, first time in four years that they'd won on that court, and there's a longer piece to this, but that creating of certainty, burning the boat, making there sure there's leverage is the concept that I'm talking about when you make that decision to you know go full on into your business idea and and start the um the entrepreneurial journey so what I want to do is I want to talk about three sort of points. You know, you may have an idea and a business that you want to start, or you may have started it in some way, but it's, but it's not yet. You know, it's coming into sort of scale up, but it's still very much in startup mode. But you've got family to support, you've got bills to pay, you've got other important priorities. In that situation, I feel you have three options. First thing is you can do nothing. And you can put your idea off or on hold until it's the perfect time. You can quit your day job, burn the boat, go all in. You know, that, again, that romantic, reckless idea that I'm just going to go for it. And the third thing you can do is you can build your business as a side hustle while you're still doing other things, including, you know, potentially having a day job. So let me just break down those, those three options And my views on each of them. So the first one, this idea that you hold off your dream for the perfect time. Well, let me tell you, there is no perfect time. And the other thing I'd like to say is don't ever give up on your dream. The consequences of giving up and saying, hey, it'll happen at some point are pretty severe. And there's nothing worse, I feel, than a life of fear and regret and I've seen this happen many a time and it'll come back and smack you in the face as you get older and you get a sense that time is running out. So even though option 1 is what, you know, perhaps 90% of people do when they they have this vision to go and do something more entrepreneurial, you know, it's it'll, it'll, there'll be a perfect time one day when the kids have left home or I've made more money or I I've, I've just got a, you know, a, a different um confidence in myself. Whatever the thing is, that doesn't exist. That's, that's all stuff in your head that's never going to allow you to get to where you get to. So as far as I put it down as option one, because as I said, 90% of people probably do this. It's not, in my mind, an option. The second is the burn your boats. So, you know, again, the, the, the subject of this, this episode. But you've got to think about this a little bit, because I get asked this, this quite a lot with people that I coach. But, you know, quitting your main source of income in favor of your dream, this romantic ideal... In reality, it's not always the best option, so I don't recommend it as an absolute. Entrepreneurial success, in my mind, is often underpinned by focus and meaning, and if you create too many barriers, you will not be in the right headspace to make your idea a success. Now, this isn't the case for everybody, so that's why I don't, I don't call it an absolute. Some people absolutely work best under pressure. And the thought, or you know, in some cases seeing it, a dwindling bank account is a pretty stark reminder that you have to make it work. But my view is that you need to be strategic here. This, this is not about you know taking risks that are not certainly thought through or calculated. And by strategic, I mean planning out the best time to burn the boat so that when you do it, it's on your terms. Now, again, I just want to reiterate the point. This is not For everybody, there are many, many examples of people who have just absolutely gone all in. They've burnt their boat. They've, you know, even to the point where they've had quite significant perceived failures, but they've got there in the end. And you know, there's there's more stories like that than than you know. I probably could uh, fill up a whole three hours on the podcast. But the point I want to make here is, this is about giving yourself the best chance of success. And if you have things that are going on in your life that are really important things um, and you have to support your family being you know being one of the most critical things that lots of us have to do, then you have to have another way of looking at things. So that to me is essentially the third option. So depending on what your idea is, you can start your business on the side uh, of your main employment. So it's a side hustle, now, it doesn't work for every business idea, but remember, getting the business in a position where you're feeling more certain it's going to be successful doesn't necessarily mean going out there and winning your first customer. You, you can pre-sell your idea, um, get investment, get funding, all these sort of things while you've still got some main employment going on. So what you're doing is you're just building around the edges the opportunity for you to be able to really go at it when the time is right for you. So, a couple of things here though. You need to be clear that what you're doing if you do a side hustle is is ethical. So, you know, never in my view is this never a good idea to build a business that say competes with your current employer while you're being paid by that said employer because this stuff comes back to bite and I'm not talking about legally and you know all those things I'm talking about morally. And there's a big thing about mindset within all of this, which if you're going to be successful, you need to live to your own values and standards. So, you know, there is a, a view here, I think, that if that's what you're trying to do, you need to balance the timing of that in other ways. And that might be one of the good times where actually burning the boat is the right thing to do. But again, you've got to think about it in the context of your, the rest of your personal situation. But let's say you want to start an online affiliate marketing business, say utilising Amazon or Shopify, or you want to start investing in your own portfolio of property or businesses then this is something that can be managed in the time that you have outside of your day job or your work. So to be clear, this is not necessarily easy stuff. It takes focus, discipline, possibly sacrifices. <laughs> One of the things I sort of joke about is if you've got a Netflix obsession and that takes up you know three hours of your evening and some weekends, when you commit to a side hustle, you're not gonna be doing that anymore. You're gonna, you're gonna have to focus your time on the stuff that's going to get you to where you want to be because it's you know taking you towards a bigger goal something something that's going to create more leverage more freedom more wealth longer term and there's a point when you know you've got x number of millions in the bank you can watch Netflix all day if that's what you choose to do people i know who have actually got to that position don't end up doing that interestingly because sometimes you know a, a bottle of red wine and Netflix is a distraction of, or escape actually, of what you really wanna do, and it's a coping mechanism. But again, not for everybody, but you've gotta be focused on what you really want. Um, One of the things I say, and it's not uncommon for this to be a success, certainly to people that I've, I've mentored, is perhaps one of your first goals is replacing your current salary levels with a side hustle. So essentially doubling your monthly income. So if you think about that for a second, it's at that point, that burning the boat as a decision becomes much easier and certainly less stressful. So, so there, there, I mean, there are three options. I've probably loaded this a bit because I've sort of said the first one's not an option, the second one only works now and then, the third one's a side hustle. But you know you've got to land these things and think about it in the context of what you're doing. I've, I've had elements of all three in certain cases. Certainly early on, I might have had an idea. And for whatever reason, I had something else going on. I said, oh, it'll it'll wait. I can do it later on. And I know know now, in hindsight, it's a wonderful thing. I know now that what I was really doing was putting that off because of fear. So hopefully, if you get anything from those options, that first one, you've really got to think about, is it fear? Is it something else? Because if you really want to do something, you've got to take action. You've got to plan it out. And once you start planning it out and taking action, then it becomes reality. So the key thing I want to move on to is, when do you know it's time to burn the boat? And for me, there are essentially five questions you need to ask yourself. And if you can get to a point where the answers to your questions give you clarity and give you certainty, then, then that's the time. And these are questions that I've asked myself with, with various business ideas, and they've been very helpful. So hopefully, as I go through them, they'll be helpful for you. So the first one is, if I burn the boat now, what's my economic runway? So how much capital do I have access to? How much, do I have in the, how much cash do I have in the bank? Do I have any you know, third-party funding that gives me a time window, which means that if I go all in, I burn the boat, I'm 100% focused on my business idea to get it you know, ignited, get it off the ground. I still don't have to massively compromise other priorities, particularly my family. Because one of the things that happens, and I've seen this before, is sometimes when people burn the boat and they go all in, but they haven't looked after the other things, then their relationships start to suffer, their health starts to suffer. And when that happens, that causes more distraction. So the whole point of you trying to focus on your business by burning your boat goes away and you haven't actually achieved what you set out to achieve. So that economic runway is the first thing to look at. The second is, <laughs> this is when, I, when I was sort of thinking about this before, the, the wording is not exactly romantic here, but let me get into it. Do I have any life distractions that are about to hit either now or in the near future? So a life distraction, and you know that can be things like getting married or starting a family. <laughs> Let's be clear that the, these things are awesome. These are great you know, parts of your life, momentous occasions. So a life distraction doesn't really cover it, but for the context of this episode, I think you'll you'll get the point. If any of these things are coming up and you know they're coming up, you know you're, you know, you've got engaged, you're getting married next year, or children are being talked about with your with your partner, then you need to build that into the plan as well. Not to say that it forces you to change your thinking about these things but you need to at least have an idea about what that means. It can be something, you know, reasonably small. A guy, um, my coach, uh, he went all in, you know, he perhaps hadn't followed these questions specifically like this, but he went all in and he hadn't thought about the fact that he had a mortgage renewal coming up in the next nine months. Now he quit his job, started his business and then thought, oh, okay, how am I going to go and get a mortgage? Because now I have to provide my own accounts. And he got himself in quite a, a difficult situation where the interest rate that he could have had, had he remortgaged when he was employed, uh, would have been significantly more favourable for him than the situation he was. Now, he got through it. The business did well. He did go all in and absolutely nailed this 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 idea that he wanted to do. So it worked out. But again, it's one of those things that it hit him left of field. And I know for a, certainly a few weeks, there was more stress in there that was probably not necessary had he have thought that through beforehand. So life distractions. The third one is do you have or do I have a strong business plan? And this is, I've talked about this on a couple of uh, podcasts around sort of commercial strategy. Do you have a clear proposition? Are you clear on the problem that your business idea is going to solve? And underneath that, it doesn't have to be the, the fully worked out, metrics of everything, but you definitely need to have some some substance behind that, which shows a pathway to how you're going to get your first customer, a pathway to how you're going to start generating revenue and profit and then cash flow that you can live off or, or invest in other areas. So I have seen particularly that sort of vision of the passionate entrepreneur who has a brilliant idea and just goes for it. The point before around being strategic is really, really clear here. You, you, if you spend some time putting the, the substance around the idea before you burn the boat, then A, your chance of, of it being successful is greater, and B, it helps improve your focus longer term because you have a key result, you have a key plan, which is then going to ensure or certainly reduce the risk of what you're doing becoming more successful. The fourth one is about how will I respond to challenges that most certainly will come up and align with this, what's my attitude to any perceived failure? Now, I personally believe that everything that lands in business and in life ultimately serves you. So there is no failure. What you get is learning because you've taken action you've seen what's happened and you get results. And those results are either favourable results of what you intended or they're not. But it's not a failure. What it is, is a, an opportunity for you to adapt, change your plan, change your approach maybe, try something different. And again, align with that, if you, if you were go into your entrepreneurial journey with this mindset and you remain persistent, you will ultimately get there in the end. So this is an important one. Again, I've seen people who have a great idea. They haven't asked the question about what am I going to do when I get that first hurdle, and when the hurdle comes, because they haven't prepared themselves for it, they not necessarily give up. I mean that does happen, but they knock themselves back too much. When had they have thought that through beforehand, they'd be in a much better position. So that's the fourth one, and the fifth one is probably the most important. You could argue it's the first question, but it's, am I absolutely clear about my vision and my why? And for me, this is, this is your driving force, your North Star, if you like, because it becomes your purpose and your mission. And I think it was Henry Ford who said, whether you believe you can or you can't, you're right. And, and the context here is having that vision, having that belief, having that certainty aligned with the other questions so that you've put a bit of that strategy around your plan, if you can get to the right answer with those things, then that's the time. That's the time where, you know, I I know now I'm going to burn the boat either right now, I know exactly what this is, or I'm going to do it in three months or six months because I know I need to put a bit more detail behind these questions. And at that point in time, you've given yourself the best opportunity to be able to move forward. So, I mentioned a resource here, I think, to help people who are at early stage. I I appreciate lots of people listening to this podcast have already gone through this and they understand it, but there are others who um, have contacted me in the last few weeks asking some of these more specific questions. And the resource that I always suggest first and foremost is to read the book, Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. It's the Bible when it comes to planning your entrepreneurial mindset. And I actually make anyone who I coach around startup And indeed, scale up, read the book first, because I find it's a a foundation piece. And I know many people who reread it every single year as a refresh to help condition their focus. So if you haven't read it, read it. Uh, It's written in the 1930s, so it's pretty sort of old school. But the lessons and and all the learnings in there are still very, very relevant today. But some of the concepts around what you need to get yourself in the state of thinking align to the points that I made around that decision of burning the boat. So that's it for today. I hope you've enjoyed um, today's episode. Uh, As always, hit me up on LinkedIn, Facebook and Twitter if you have any comments or questions. Uh, And if you like the podcast, please subscribe, write a review. I'm always keen to get your feedback and I'll certainly incorporate your thoughts uh, to make scale up your business even better in the future. So that's it for today. Remember, in business and in life, be grateful, be brave, have faith and show up. Bye for now.